Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. my gosh here we go all right now i'm up in here welcome to intentional grounding you are watching this live vidcast on the buffalo rumblings vidcats network and i am your freaking host tonight sterles that's me uh i'm ready to kick it man it's uh the weekend's over you know i'm live here on the insta as well at furrow sterling so you could check me out there but Man, we got a lot to talk about tonight, man. Uh, you know, we are one week away from free agency or the tampering period. Uh, we got the NFL's uh, NFL scouting combine that's taking place. And uh, some news around the NFL. You know, we're going to talk about all of that. Uh, I love being here, man. I, this is like, this is like, uh, it's like Christmas, you know, when you, when you, when you wake up on Christmas day and, you know, you just you just smell it in the air, right? You just smell it. And it's talking Bills football, talking football in general. It's one of the things that I love doing, right? And so we get to do that here on a weekly basis. But if you haven't liked, followed, and subscribed to Intentional Grounding and uh, Buffalo Rumblings, make sure you do so. That would be greatly appreciated. But uh, without further ado, you know, we always got to pay the bills when we get started in here. You know, that's just part of life, right? Uh, this show is brought to you by Slide a Shelf. Uh, slide a Shelf offers high-quality, custom-made uh, slide-out shelves and cabinet organizers that make it easy to reach and organize the items you use most in your everyday life, including game day snacks. Now, get 10% off two or more slide-out shelves, uh, plus free shipping when you use the promo code Intentional Grounding. You can visit their website at www.slidershelf.com and let them help you reach what matters. All right, so can can we get into this thing tonight, man? All right, so first things up, all right? My guy, Derek Carr. Derek Carr signs with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, this is one of the moves that uh, had some promise, had some legs to it. Uh it's been going on for the last, you know, couple of weeks. It was believed that it was the Saints, and then he he really liked what he saw with the Jets. But today he decided to uh, sign with the New Orleans Saints, which is a great move. So let's talk about Derek Carr's contract details that have been uh, that are out right now. So Derek Carr, four years, one hundred and fifty million dollars. Now. He's going to get $60 million guaranteed. Uh, his 2023 cap hit is only going to be $7.2 million. And he's guaranteed uh, $37 million a season. Uh, that's not a bad deal. Derek Carr is a really good quarterback. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate that, uh, you know, 
the Vegas Raiders let him go. Uh, but wherever you're not wanted, somebody else wants you, man. And uh, for, for him, it was the New Orleans Saints. Now they're going to release Jameis Winston, I'm sure. Uh, Jameis Winston, uh, if you want to come to Buffalo, be a backup quarterback, that'd be cool. But I feel like Jameis can go get another job uh, competing for some sort of, uh, you know, starting role or whatever. Uh, so congrats to Derek Carr, man. I think he's going to do fantastic. He, you know, he's a great locker room guy. You know, New Orleans, they're, they're in good hands, you know, and and they're going to put, you know, you got Chris Olave, you know, you got weapons at, at your disposal, Alvin Kamara, you know, a good offensive line. You know, I think you're going to be all right. So, man, kudos to him. You know, he's going to get a t- his, his time to shine. Uh, also, another quarterback that, that got the bag today was uh, Geno Smith. Geno Smith signed a contract with uh, the Seattle Seahawks, which was pretty surprising. Uh, I think his contract was upwards of $100 million as well. Uh, I'm not sure how much guaranteed money he's got, but anytime someone gets the bag, you know, it's a great day. And uh, I'll take a, a sip of the uh, 19 crowns for that. I always drink 19 crowns when I do this. Y'all already know what's up. But, uh, you know, shout out to my guy, Richard Rush. You know, if y'all don't know, Richard Rush is my son. All right, that's my guy. We've got my brother in here. Daryl, what's good, my guy? We've got Marlis in the house. All right, so let's uh let's continue on here. So there's one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about um that I feel like um it's one of those situations. You ever been in a situation where you look at someone else's plight or condition, you're like, damn, like, I'm glad that's not me. Okay. Well, this is another situation where I feel like I'm glad it's not me. So, you know, the question of the night is, and then feel free to uh, comment, uh, you know, for the show is why would the Jets want Aaron Rodgers? Why would the Jets want Aaron Rodgers? Now, Joe Douglas has has proven that he can draft pretty well. Okay, uh, you look at Sauce Gardner last year, Garrett Wilson, uh, and, and and picks <clears throat> for the past two years. The Jets have really reshaped their roster by good drafting. Okay, on the other side, you see Aaron Rodgers and and the darkness retreat, and you know him kind of torn if he he doesn't know if he wants to play and all those things and. Guy's been with the Packers as, since 2005. He's been in the league, okay. And if you're the Jets, you you just drafted Zach Wilson, and you guys are apparently done with him. Before him, you drafted Sam Darnold. Like I can understand why, as a fan, you would say, "Give me the the you know Aaron Rodgers, former MVP, two time MVP, Super Bowl winner, um, you know, great quarterback." You know, I'm not, I, I'm not, I can't really speak on the leader he is. Um, you know, I've never been in the locker room with him or anything like that. But, you know, you, you, you look at that. I look at that and I go, if I'm the Jets, if I'm the GM, it doesn't matter how good your roster is in terms of like personnel and, and, and assets and things that you have, if you don't have the quarterback position, correct. Now, my stance on this is, is you go, and you draft the guy over and over and over again until you find the solution that you need at the quarterback position. And you're going to miss, and it's okay. But you know what? Just because you get hurt in a relationship doesn't mean you stop dating. Just because your wife, you know, you guys might, might beef a little bit, but doesn't mean you need to get a divorce, right? Just because you get into a little at work doesn't mean you quit your job so just because you know your quarterback situation has not been great you're swinging a miss doesn't mean you stop drafting quarterbacks so with that capital you know you it's I, i think it's 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 being a good steward right like why would you why would you go okay pretty girl at the bar aaron Rodgers is the pretty girl at the bar long hair a little eccentric, a little weird, right? You're gonna, you, 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 you'll say you, you're gonna wife her, and then all of a sudden one day she wakes up and she's like, "Nah, 
I can't do this. Bye. I mean, you can't change people's, you know, what they, people do in a normal day. But why would you why would you go get a stopgap quarterback for two years? Now, your roster's improved, but I feel like I think they're more than just a, qu- a quarterback away. I think there's more to do there. So why would you want to go get Aaron Rodgers is, is, is beyond me. I would much rather want a Derek Carr who's going to give you four or five years than going to get Aaron Rodgers, who, who you just don't know if he wants to play long term. And he's, mind you, he's 39 years old. He's going to be 40 during the season. So why? It just doesn't make sense to me. So, you know, I've I seen on Twitter, you know, Jets fans are, 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 are just over the moon over Aaron Rodgers. And as, as the week continues to go on, you're going to see <clears throat> different options kind of swallow up. New Orleans got their quarterback. Seattle, uh, you know, tied their bed with, with Geno Smith, right? What are y'all going to do? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go and and try to continue to to bank on that good drafting that you guys have been doing and getting a quarterback? So right now, the the Jets they they're the thirteenth overall pick in the first round. So it's not like they're the Bills sitting at twenty seven, or you know uh, the Dolphins at at pick fifty two. You're at pick 13. Like, there's going to be three to four quarterbacks taken in this first round. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So why wouldn't you take that 13th pick next year's – or whatever, however you want to package this deal and try to move up and get your guy? And, and, and the Jets haven't said that they're, they're not going to do this. They haven't, they haven't come out and they haven't said that. But – just mere speculation here of what we've been seeing. I, I I just I just don't think it makes sense. So my prediction would be that Aaron Rodgers plays for the Packers. And I think he finishes with the Packers. Now, they're gonna have to get him more weapons. You know, I think we saw some promise from those young wide receivers, but you're losing Alan Lazard now. So you definitely need a, a an ex receiver. Um, but there's still work to do. So, so New York Jets fans, please, I'm pleading with you. Don't get Aaron Rodgers. Just go draft your guy. You can get a guy at 13. I'm telling you, you can get somebody at 13. Hell, I would much rather have, I would much rather at 13 get Anthony Richardson or Will Levis and, and, and roll the dice again. I mean, come on now. That's all I'm saying. Come on now. Uh, so let's see here. Let's see here. All right. King Henry rumors are true. The Derrick Henry rumors are true. So we talked last week. We said that, you know, there was a, a post by Von Miller that um, Derrick Henry, uh, that, that, that there was, you know, speculation that maybe he could be moved. And and no one had came out and said it. But based on Von Miller's tweet, you know, you're like, is Von Miller just saying stuff? He's just recruiting, you know, because that's what GM Von does. Or is this real? Is this real? So here's a, I'm going to show you guys a tweet. And this is from, this is actually today. Okay. This tweet is from Don Kleeman. And he states, the Titans are shopping running back Derrick Henry. According to Mike Silver, the uh, Tennessee has already moved on from multiple veterans. Uh, they moved on from Bobby Woods. They moved on from Taylor Lewan, David Long. Uh, last year, you know, they got rid of A.J. Brown. And you look at that and you're like, okay, is Vaughn on to something right now? Because this is... You know, it just sounds too good to be true. I'm not saying Derrick Henry is going to be a Buffalo Bill by any means. But there you have it from a credible source. Don Cleaning is coming out saying, hey, they are open to to shopping Derrick Henry. And I think, you know, until this happens, but Sarah says Bud Dupree as well. Yes, Bud Dupree is a free agent. They didn't re-up with him. 
So, you know, they're 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 trying to uh create cap space. I you know, it makes sense. I mean, they're an aging team, they don't even have a quarterback. You you got Ryan Tannehill, which I don't think he's gonna be on the team. You know, you got Malik Willis, who they're trying to develop. Um, but this is the aging roster for sure, and, and they definitely need some uh some juice. They're gonna have to hit on draft picks, which I don't feel like they've been a very strong team in the draft, but Nevertheless, maybe this is their time to their magnum opus, and they're gonna they're gonna knock it out of the park this draft. So they need assets. So you have Derrick Henry, who's an aging running back, still productive, but he's aging, and they give him 400 carries a season. It feels like why wouldn't why wouldn't they? It's a smart move for them. You could send him to Buffalo for a third and a fifth, and a next year's fourth or something like that. I think that would be adequate compensation for Derrick Henry. I'm not giving – I don't know if I give up a, a, a you know, a second-round pick. I'm definitely not doing a first-round pick. But, you know, let's just let's just take a, a walk on the wild side here. You know, like, again, we talked about this last week. But if you go and you get Derrick Henry, just think about it. Derrick Henry, Josh Allen in the same offense. For one, you're going to see a lot of that, that short yardage stuff. You, Josh Allen don't have to do no more. And when Josh Allen does run, it's just going to make him even more dynamic. And then you got James Cook. You know, now the Bills, for some reason, don't use these guys, you know, James Cook and uh, Naheem Hines out of the backfield catching the ball. It's just that's just not a staple of their offense. And and realistically, you can't do it all. Now, I'm not saying they can't, but it'd be nice if they were to open it up a little bit and start featuring guys better that way. But, you know, you give. Derrick Henry the same amount of carries that you gave Devin Singletary and I think that's a good I think that's a good deal a stopgap for two seasons for a Super Bowl contending team Derrick Henry is the kind of guy that kind of puts you over the hump you know you don't have to uh you don't have to spend many assets for in terms of an offensive line I think the Bills outside of guard you know replacing Roger Saffold I don't think you have to do a ton now it would be nice to get some injection of talent at guard and tackle, right side. But a guy like Derrick Henry, I mean, he he's fast. You know, he 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 gets out of the mud and he runs people over. Like what? He's a weapon. So he's a guy that you have to account for. Why wouldn't you investigate that? And Brandon Bean, you know, he he talks about you know when when players are added to the trade block and stuff like that that he's going to take a look at him. So Derrick Henry is uh Derrick Henry's on the block, man. Sarah Sarah says he just turned 29. Chill out. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, player. He's 29 as a running back. That's that's uh that's 40. All right. I'm about to be 40. All right. My birthday is this month. I'm about to be 40. He's and running back years, he's 40. It, it's it's almost time, buddy. He's got a couple good years left, and it's a wrap. You know, you're gonna start seeing his body break down, which he's been struck. He he's had a few injuries the past few years. So and we'll see what happens, but uh, Derrick Henry on the trade block. Another guy on the trade block, Cortland Sutton, uh, was j- just added to the trade block moments ago before we before I went on the show. Denver states that um, they they're quietly shopping Cortland Sutton. Now, Cortland Sutton is not the wide receiver that I want from Denver. That's Jerry Judy. I give up a second for Jerry Judy real quick. Hell, I'd even give up a first for Jerry Judy to be quite honest. I really would. I would give up a first round pick, pick 27 for Jerry Judy right now. Um, but a second sounds way better and let me keep my first. Um, but Cortland Sutton, a guy that himself that's battled with injuries. Um, I think he's very strong at the catch point. Uh, route running is not his, he's not the best route runner, but he, he can separate and get open. Um, you know, he, I think he has adequate speed, I think he's a good receiver, and I think you put him in this offense. I think he could definitely, he could definitely shine here um, because he wouldn't be the focal point. And Denver really doesn't have a number one. Cortland Sutton uh, and Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Tim Patrick will be coming back from injury, so you know they really don't have that number one wide receiver. So it makes sense that you know they maybe they're with a new head coach and Sean Payton. Maybe they want something different. So uh, I don't know what the compensation would be, but if I had to guess, I would give up. You know, if D-Hop can go for a fourth-round pick and a bag of Skittles, 
get fourth for Portland Sutton, the fifth for Portland Sutton, and call it good, you know, and uh, figure out. I'm not sure what his salary is, but um, I, I'd do it. I, I consider it. I consider it. Okay. Um, I, I, just, I just think that number two wide receiver position is is so critical uh, for the Bills in this offseason. And again, you know, we we talk about a lot of the holes that the Bills have. The Bills aren't going to be able to fill every hole. You know, it's just it's uh, unrealistic for us to assume that the Bills are going to fill all their holes going into the season. You know, you're, you're going to have some some spots that you like to shore up. Uh, and it's just not going to happen. Um, my boy Daryl says we need guys that are going to win at the catch point, something that Gabe and McKenzie don't do. And you're absolutely right. Um, too many times we saw uh, Gabe Davis struggle at the catch point. Isaiah McKenzie, ball security in general is an issue for him. Gabe Davis has one of the most unorthodox uh, ways of catching the ball I've seen in a wide receiver. Uh, the way he catches the ball kind of reminds me of Bill Cartwright, his jumper from the Chicago Bulls. It's just like all, it's just weird. It's super weird. So um, I, I just think the Bills, you know, they the Bills value separation. They value route running. Um, but I think, you know, you do need some twitch in that room. You you need some guys that can go get it, you know, uh, short, immediate, intermediate, and long, right? Uh, a dual receiver would be nice outside of Stephon Diggs, but you can't have everything. But hell, I would I would go I knock on that door for Denver, be like, yo, what's up? <laughs> what, what what can I do? What can I do? Um, so that's that's some other news. Um scouting combine results. All right. I, I'll be honest. Um I'm not the biggest fan when it comes to the scouting combine. Uh I think it's a great measuring tool for um, you know what a player can do athletically in a sense, but you got to keep in mind that, that these players, all those drills at the combine players, they train for right after the season. Hell, they probably do it even during the season, to be honest. So the three cone drill, 10 yard shuttle, all those drills, they are getting trained to do them. So you're going to see, you're going to see, you know, outliers and, and, and craziness, right? Um, I think it's good for quarterbacks to, you know, throw the ball, right? Um, I think it's good for to, to see stuff like that. You know, for NFL teams, it's good to, to, to interview these players to kind of get an idea of what makes them tick, you know, put them through your little gauntlet of questions. I think they do the wonder lick here at the combine as well. Um, but I'm not a big fan of it. I feel like, you know, sometimes you see a guy run a four, four, two, uh, but his place to be, he doesn't. You know, that's not realistic for him in the game because it doesn't look that fast in the game. Right. So I think you got to use those things, you'll use those things with a grain of salt at times. But nevertheless, we had the freaking uh combine. And you know, I gotta say, you know, first off, you know, my my Michigan boys, all right, Mozzie Smith dominating on the bench press, which was phenomenal. He's an interior defensive lineman. I think he's a day two pick. Um and then DJ Turner with the blazing 427. Now, DJ Turner has wheels, but I didn't see 427 on tape. And I, I watched every single Michigan game. Daryl, you 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 could back me up on this. I DJ Turner is fast, but I didn't see 427 on the field. Now, I, I think straight line speed, you know, okay, yeah. I I I I've seen him close and trigger, right? Or or recover i've seen him do that but when it comes to lateral agility and those types of things breaking and stopping on the ball i don't think that's a like again that's going back to the combine i don't think that's real i don't think it's real like dj turner is is great he's really good cornerback for university of michigan i probably he's a day three pick i think to be honest support for this show comes from sylvan learning As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 
360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Day three. And I don't see 427, but now, because he's run such a, a fast 40, yeah, not 4-2 out on the field. And if he ran a 4-2, Michigan, why wouldn't you put in that kick returner? That fast, you get him an angle, he's gone. Like, I just don't, you know, you, you could have saved Ronnie Bell from getting injured on a kickoff two years ago. It just doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense to me. So, I'm not a coach by any means. I'm just giving you my opinion. But guys that, that stood out outside of Michigan, guys, Anthony Richardson, man, what what did, did this man, listen, whoever is Anthony Richardson's agent, now if you see me looking down, it's because I'm doing my Instagram thing too, but if, if you're Anthony Richardson's agent, you got to be like, yo, my cut just went up. I'm getting the bag because Anthony Richardson's about to get the bag. He, I, he, he was already, to me, outside of the combine, okay, I, me personally, I don't feel like he is a first-round talent. That's just me from what I've seen on film. I think he still needs development. I think it would have behooved him to go back to Florida for one more season. But he, he didn't, to each his own, he didn't decide to do it. He bet on himself and so forth. So the best thing that Anthony Richardson could have done was to show up and show out at the Combine. And he did just that. My man was incredible. Uh, you know, he measured out just as, you know, what, six foot four. Uh, he, he, you know, he runs a four, four, three. Um, his vertical was a 40 inch vertical. Like, God dang. His broad jump was 10 feet, almost 11 feet. Okay. Like this dude is out here balling, balling. And he was throwing dimes. Anthony Richardson was throwing dimes. And so this man, uh, he improved his draft stock. And it's probably likely, I don't think he makes it outside of the top 15. Anthony Richardson probably going to go somewhere in the top 10. And, you know, to be honest, if I could really be open and honest with you right now, you know, you you have a team like the Ravens at 22. You're going to let Lamar Jackson go, or you or when we don't know what kind of uh, franchise tag they're, they're going to give him. But if you were to, let's say, you know, you get two first round picks from a, from a team that really wants Lamar Jackson, roll the dice on Anthony Richardson, rinse, wash, repeat. Now I'm not saying that Anthony Richardson is going to be as successful. As Lamar Jackson, but I will tell you this, you know, Anthony Richardson has a better arm than Lamar Jackson. He he can make, he can make different throws than Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson hasn't beat, I think a, from a slight edge on maybe accuracy and placement, but I feel like, you know, Anthony Richardson has a, he's got a whip. He, he's going to have one of the strongest arms in the league. And he's built like a brick house. Oh, and he runs a 4-4-40. That's impressive to me, man. So, Anthony Richardson, kudos to you, my guy. Uh, you just earned yourself the bag. Way to, way to, way to count on yourself at, to, or bet on yourself because it looks pretty damn good over here. Um, wide receiver. Let's talk about Jackson Smith and Jigba. This is a guy, you know, that, that uh, let me tell you something, Bills Mafia. You ain't getting him. It's not happening. Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to be, in my opinion, the first wide receiver taken off the board. And it ain't going to be at 27. All right. Now, he did not run the 40-yard dash. And we knew, or you, we should have known that his speed, uh, he's not a burner. Okay. Jackson Smith and Jigba is not a burner. But what he does do in terms of explosiveness, or and, and short area quickness and you know is impressive. So I feel like, you know, 
Jackson Smith and Jigba, you know, he destroyed the three cone drill. You know, he was a six five seven three cone drill. That's really impressive. Um, his twenty yard shuttle, he was tops in twenty yard shuttle at uh, three point nine three seconds. That is impressive, man. I, I think that Jackson Smith and Jigba, his best position will be slot wide receiver at the next level. Put him in a slot and let him work. But unfortunately, if the Bills want him, they're going to have to trade up to go get him. But I do not think Jackson Smith and Jigba will be there at 27. So I think it's time, Bills fans, that we just let him go. All right. You take take uh, Elsa from Frozen. Let it go, baby, because my man is gone. He will not be there. And if he is, it's, it's by, you know, God. <laughs> look at God, because uh, I'm telling you, Jackson Smith and Jigba secured his first round status. Um, I would also say, uh, from a wide receiver perspective, I think, uh, Bryce Ford Wheaton is a guy that, that people really don't talk about, but he's very similar to DK Metcalf in terms of athletic traits. I'm not saying he's DK Metcalf. What I'm saying is if you are a wide receiver, um, needy team that, that can develop proven development, that you can develop wide receivers and get every ounce of these guys, this man is, is, is close to six foot six. And uh, four, you know, four one five uh, twenty yard shuttle. This dude's vert is out of the gym at forty one inches. Are you kidding me? Forty one inches. All right, incredible, incredible. Um, he's another guy that you know. I, I think he's a day three pick. Again, you know, uh, Gabe Davis was a day three three day three pick, and he turned out pretty good for a day three pick. You know, I don't think he's wide receiver number two material, but He's good. He's a good value at uh, round four. Um, yes, I think Addison may have fallen. Addison, Mario Addison may have fallen. But this is the part where I, I tell you guys that the numbers at the combine aren't everything. Jackson, look, look man, Addison, he, his 40-yard dash wasn't, wasn't that great. You know, people thought that he was going to run low 4-4s, even, you know, 4-3. But when you watch the film, he plays – it appears he plays a little faster, but his hands are great. The dudes – they pay you as a wide receiver to catch the damn ball. Can, can he catch? Yes. He can catch. Can he run routes? Yes. What's the problem? What's the problem? You know what I'm saying? That, that's the way I look at it. Would it be great to get twitchy, fast wide receivers that are just dogs? Absolutely. Absolutely. But if he's there at 27, you better go get him, Buffalo. So that's good news, actually. Not for him, but for us, selfishly. I love that he was a little slow. I love it. The gauntlet. He, he dropping passes in the gauntlet. I loved every second. Not that I pray on a man's downfall. But we're not out there running it. You are. And if if we will take, we will gladly receive you here in Bill's Mafia. Um, I do like so another guy where his stock may have dipped a little bit because it, his speed wasn't that impressive. Again, this is we're talking combine lens, was Jalen Hyatt. It was believed that Jalen Hyatt could run a 4-2, 4-3. Now, if you go and watch this 40, it looked like he hitched a little bit coming out of the break. Um, but he's still fast. Like, there, there's games, there's play speed. And his play speed is still what you see on tape. is That's Jalen Hyatt. Like, he can go get it. He can go get it. So, you know, whether he's a, a boundary receiver in the slot, Jalen Hyde can go get it. Now, at 27, I don't know, man, if I if I want to do that, you know. Um, but we'll see, you know. And I'm just talking about the wide receivers now. Zay Flowers, I think, solidify himself. You know, if you asked two weeks ago, how many people had Zay Flowers in the first round? Me. I, I was one. Zay Flowers solidified his his uh, draft stock for the for first-round candidacy uh, with his combine numbers i think he i think he really really performed well uh quentin johnson is a guy that we've talked about to at length um 
where I feel like, you know, it was believed that he was six foot four. And, and just so you know, um, you know, they lie about that stuff. Not the players themselves, but the teams, you know, they say he was six foot four, but he's six, two and a half. Does it really matter? I, 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 let me see if I can find his uh, his vertical. His ver- 40 inches, 40 and a half, <laughs> 40 and a half inches, man. Like the boy can go get it. He's still explosive. You know, his, so his stock may have dipped a little bit. I still think he's going in the first round, but his, you know, he, he might be in the twenties now just based off of what we saw. But Zay Flowers, uh, back to Zay Flowers real quick. Zay Flowers balled out. You know, he, what you see on tape is what you saw at the combine. And I think that's going to improve his stock. You know, I think teams that are making that investment, in the first round pick, I think that's why it's important for guys to perform at the combine is because teams want to know, you know, does it match? Right. Um, so in it for Zay Flowers, I think it really matches. But Zay Flowers is he's going round one. Um, so that I thought he had a very good NFL combine. Um, running backs. Uh, I mean. Jameer Gibbs, I really like Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama. You know, he ran he ran a 4-3-6. That dude's fast. So, you know, what you see on film and what he did at the combine matched up. Um, I think, you know, Chase Brown was a little faster than I thought out of Illinois. Uh, he ran a 4-4-3. I thought he was going to run somewhere at like a 4-5, but he was a little faster than we thought. Uh, now, he's very strong. This guy is a, is a one-cut down here runner i think that you can get him uh day three pick uh but john robinson solidified his you know round one candidacy whether you like it or not but john robinson's going round one and uh you know and i don't i don't know if the bills are going to take him would i yeah if he's there hell yeah you know he's one of the top three players in this draft so don't let this whole people tell you that you can't take running backs in the first round uh, I think it's a team by you got to look at team by team case. You know, it's it's not black and white for everybody. Different teams have different needs, and they 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 value these players a lot differently. But John Robinson is is a do it all superstar. He is a stud running back. He's a stud man. You'd be crazy not to take him at twenty seven. And I know you know people out there are going to tell you otherwise, but but John Robinson is a stud. Um, I really liked what he had to do. Um, I think another guy to keep your eye on, you know. Zach Charbonnet was a four-five-three. Um, that's about in line with what we saw on film. Uh, he's a running back out of UCLA. Uh, you know, he's a he's a guy that's going to break tackles. Uh, he's a downhill runner. Uh, he's hard to bring down. He's a for, former Michigan guy, transferred to UCLA, uh, and had a good little career for himself. So if he's there, um, you know, day three, I think he goes day three, no earlier than the third round at least mid to late third round. And then, you know, the rest, you know, we'll see what happens. But um, I really liked him. Um, I was a little disappointed in Kenny McIntosh, uh, his 40. You know, he ran like a 4.62. Uh, I, I felt like he could have been better there. But uh, Keith Mitchell is another guy you should keep an eye on, uh, you know, out of Eastern, Eastern Carolina. Uh, you know, 4.37.40. You know, again, 40 is not everything. We're running back, so I want to see contact balance. I want to see vision. You know, I want to see patience at the line, set up blocks and so forth. Those are things I want to – ball security is is, is very important. Um, those are some things that that I – or, you know, that I personally value. Now, NFL teams, it's probably the same thing, but but those – in pecking order, those might be a little different per team. Uh, Rashawn Johnson is a guy – that's uh, Rashawn Robinson's running mate. I felt like he – I think he had a quietly good draft. Uh, so that's the running back position on the offensive line. Um. You know, with offensive line, I want to see your your ten yard split. Um, you know, I thought that you know your ten yard split, your broad jump, or you know things that I like. Uh, Break Freeland had a ten foot broad jump. Peter Skaronski was was really good at that. Um, you know, Darnell Wright is a guy that I think it should be on the Bills' radar. Uh, was at uh, nine feet six inches and in the, in the uh, three cone drill. You know, Cody Mock was up there. He he performed well there. Uh, we need to get him some some Tifus, but uh, that dude's a mauler. It ain't about looking pretty, baby. Uh, Steve Avila, you know, Steve Avila is technically sound. 
his combine wasn't that impressive. But again, you, do you really care? Like, I want to know: Can you move your feet? Are you are you strong at the point of attack? Are you smart? Right? Those, those are some things I want to know. Are you strong? You know. Um, shout out to Andrew Voorhees. I think he benched thirty eight reps on the uh, on the bench press, but he he tore his ACL, so he's gonna go later. Yeah, he'll get drafted. Somebody will take a, a shot at him. Um, you know, Olu Oluwatimi from Michigan, another guy. He he's slow, but he's a smart guy. Uh, Remington Award winner. You know, for the Bills, I I would I would take a look at him day three uh, if you could do something like that. Um, I think Paris Johnson did a pretty he did pretty good. It was twenty nine reps on the bench press, which I thought you know he did more than what I anticipated. I'm not just saying that because he's an Ohio State guy. Um, he was a little stronger, so which is nice. I, I think he's a guy that you should take a, keep a, a close eye on. Um, you know, in terms of linebackers, now we're not talking about linebackers, right? We don't talk about linebackers much because we believe that Tremaine Evans will be a Buffalo Bill, and I ain't mad at you. I'm not mad at you if you think that. But as each day passes, we have to start thinking that that might not happen. So what do we do? You, you better start looking. Uh, you know, for linebackers, you know, I want to see that that agility. So three-cone drill matters to me. Jack Campbell performed well in the three-cone drill. I think he's a day two, day three guy, uh, late day two. Um, he he was a six, I think a six, seven, four when it came to the three-cone drill. Uh, the 20-yard shuttle, Jack Campbell again. He he's four two four and he led everyone in that drill. Um Henry Toato, uh, he was uh 4-4 on the 20-yard shuttle. Um, the bench on Popo destroyed that. He's a guy, he's fast. I think that dude's 40 was a 4-3-9. Yeah. 4-3-9 for a linebacker at Auburn. Like, and what so like we talked about, what you see on film should it needs to match what you see on that 40. Yeah, it'll be nice. It helps, right? Four three nine's fast. Uh, another guy. Um, Trenton Simpson was a full four three forty, you know. Uh, Yazir Abdullah, four four seven. So there's some guys with some with some speed. D winners, TCU, he ate up Michigan. Uh four four nine. You know, so there's guys out here uh that that can get it done. So, you know, those are those are some of the outliers uh that I wanted to highlight tonight from the scouting combine. Um, you know, we'll we'll get into after pro days and stuff like that. You know, we're gonna do a mock draft here. Um, before we get out of here, but because, you know, I'll, I'll, next time you see me on the show, uh, I'm not leaving yet, but the next time you see me, you know, the tampering period for NFL free agency, uh, will have begun. So next Monday night, we hopefully, maybe we hear that the bills maybe, uh, you know, maybe the bills made some offers or something like that, you know, so this, let's keep this in scope here. So this, the scouting combine. One of the, the the values of the scouting combine is you have these agents that represent the players and the GMs. They're all there, and a lot of times the trades that you see, contracts being agreed to prior to free agency. Now the tampering period starts next Monday, but the it, they, they they've already been tampering starting last week. So a lot of the things that you're going to start seeing popping off late this week, early next week is gonna has already been done. So the branded bean and the bills have already made moves. They just haven't told you. And they're not allowed to really tell you until next week. So they've already made moves. So I guarantee you, they know whether or not they're keeping Tremaine Evans, right? If it's not announced, they I think they've already made these decisions. I'm not advocating that they release Tremaine Evans. I would love for him to be a Buffalo Bill. I think this week we're going to see contracts being restructured so that they can get um, under the cap before free agency takes place, uh, which happens the following week, two weeks from now. So next week is a tampering period. Uh, we're going to see the Buffalo Bills. Uh, see, kind of, we've got, things are going to start to unfold. We're going to start to see what their thoughts on this team is and this roster and start preparing for next season. So with that being said, I am going to talk to you guys about my top free agents for the Buffalo Bills. Okay, so now I'm going to go through the list real quick and then I'll talk about it afterwards. So number one, 
I think you need safety help, and I will go get Jesse Bates. He is a safety from Cincinnati. He's 26 years old. I think he he, he played he could play a lot of single high. Uh, he could play at the line of scrimmage, but that's not a strong suit, and he's versatile. I think he fit very well in this Bills defense. Um, Von Bell, to me, another guy from Cincinnati. I think that's a plan B. Like I think you can get him later. You know, uh, you don't have to spend the back. But if you're gonna spend some money on a safety, go get Jesse Bates. Bobby Woods, wide receiver, Tennessee, former Buffalo Bill. Uh, Bobby Woods is is he's one of the best blocking tight uh, wide receivers in the league. Excuse me, and has been since he's been in the league. Um, yeah, I think he's a smooth route runner. I think he has uh, really good hands and he's smart. And this guy can uncover his own coverage. He can read defenses. Uh, I, I think he'd be a solid dish for the Bills. It's not going to cost too much. Not going to cost much at all. Um, a plan B. I don't, you, you're hearing it first here. I I take a stab at Michael Thomas. Why wouldn't you take a stab at Michael Thomas? Listen, the dude, the dude is he's still got he's 29, tons of injuries. He's had tons of injuries. But you don't need him to do a ton. And you sign him to a one-year, four or five million dollar contract and make it's an earn it year. He's one of those earn it candidates. That would be a great, that would be a great signing if you ask me. And I understand, you know. Uh, Jesse Bates is going to want the bag. Yes, he's going to want the bag. But look, the problem with signing Jordan, Jordan Poirier is Jordan Poirier is 32 years old. So Je- uh, Jesse Bates, 26. Um, you know, he's a guy that, that could be here after Micah Hyde. Uh, next up, um, Nate Davis. Nate Davis is a, uh, you know, he's a guard. You know, he, he got some guard tackle versatility. Um, you know, he was a former Tennessee Titan. Athletic, strong at the point of attack. Uh, I feel like he's a smart player. Uh, you know, he he's your higher end guard. Um, I think he might cost eight mil a season. Maybe I don't know. Uh, Ten mil a season. I'm not sure how Spot Track rates him, but I think he'd be a good addition. Uh, a plan B would be Evan Brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so those are my those are my top free agent options now. Uh, You're going to hear different uh, people, content creators, analysts are going to, for the bills are going to be all over the board, right? Uh, so those are just, if I could, if I could hit on one of these, like if you ask me, one free agent for the bills, I'm, I'm one Jesse Bates. I really would. Like, I would love to have Jesse Bates as a Buffalo Bill. I just think, you know, this is a defense that, Needs to force more turnovers in terms of interceptions, right? Um, Jesse Bates has the versatility, and I think with Sean, you know, matched with Sean McDermott's scheme, versatility, I, I think it'd be a, a good, a good match, good match in heaven. You know, it'd be, it'd be pretty dope. Um, so that's my my free agency preview. You know, just uh, we're just gonna hit on that, and then as we continue to go next week, we're gonna talk about anytime the Bills sign a player. You'll get my breakdown and analysis on that player that they signed. So, you know, that was just me giving you an overview. So uh, we got about 15 minutes left on the show tonight. So what I wanted to do, just like last week, um, I want to do um, – we're going to do another a mock draft, man. Uh, hell, I, I think it's phenomenal. Uh, let's see here. We're going to go to PFF now. When the Draft Network has theirs up, we're definitely going to go visit them. All right. Uh, But for now, I don't want the Bengals. I want the Bills. All right. So we're going to do seven rounds. Okay. And I'm going to start this thing. All right, we're on the clock. So let's just take a look at who's been selected. So obviously, Will Anderson, Bryce Young, Jalen Carter, CJ Stroud, Tyree Wilson, all the, the guys, right? Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, uh, the Jets. Joy, they got another corner because that's what they need. Okay, cool. Um, you know, you got Brian Branch is a guy I really like. Brian Breesey, Roderick Jones is a, is a nice tackle out of Georgia. But John Robinson going to the Chargers when you have Eckler? Interesting. Okay. So, Nolan Smith to the Cowboys would be 
very interesting. I mean, they they already got a, a phenomenal, probably the best defensive player in the league on that squad. And you add uh, Nolan Smith and athleticism to that, woo, that'd be scary. But okay, Bills are on the clock. All right, so according to PFF, the Bills need a guard, a center, and a defensive back. Okay. Uh, I think those are valid needs. So kudos to PFF for getting that correct. All right. Um, we have two trade offers. So let's let's look at the trade offers. Okay. Let's look at the trade offers here. We got the Tennessee Titans. They want us to go back almost 20 picks. Nah, son. That ain't going to cut it, player. We're not doing that. And the Dolphins at oh Lord no uh uh-uh. uh y'all can y'all can y'all can go kick rocks on that player we ain't doing that we we're not going to forty one I, I I'm sorry like forty one you would have to give me forty I want everything forty one seventy two I want it all if you want to you want to take my first round pick hell that's not happening so we're, we're we already know that the trades ain't happening okay we're not doing that. Here are our options. Now, Dalton Kincaid, tight end. The Bills aren't really keen on using uh, two tight end sets very well. I don't think the Bills need cornerback Deontay Banks. Um, Anton Harrison is an option here. You know, I think he can really challenge Spencer Brown. But I do think the Bills are sold on Spencer Brown at right tackle. So if they bring in anybody at right tackle, it's going to be a veteran. Zay Flowers is here. Okay. Zay Flowers is here, and Josh Downs is here. Dewan Jones, Mozzie Smith, Dalen Henley, okay? Uh, Steve Avila. I'm, listen, man, I'm not taking a guard in round one. If you're taking a guard in round one, you it has to that, that guard has to be special. It has to be special, man. Uh, I, I'm just not, I, you know, for, for the value here at 27, I just don't see it. Okay. So, uh, let's go, you know, to the comments. <laughs> Sarah says, don't you dare take downs at 27. John Herring says trade down, but, but John, like we, the offer sucked. The offer sucked. Daryl says Zay Flowers. Okay. So, so let's, uh, let's, let's make our selection here. So, okay, so look, if we go wide receiver here, we still got some needs at at, at uh, offensive line. That's tackle, guard would be one, you know, center. I'm not really, man, well, whatever. This is tough. So if I had to pick between Josh Downs and Zay Flowers and Dewan Jones, so that's that's it's between those three, Anton Harrison. I do like I I personally like Dewan Jones more than Anton Harrison. That's just me personally. And no, that's not because Cody Ford was a bust. I just feel like Dewan Jones is better. Let's go. Let's go, Zay Flowers. We're gonna go wide receiver. I think that's the best bang for your buck. Uh, you know, Zay Flowers. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Round two. Okay. Let's live in a world where Tremaine Edmonds walks as a free agent. Okay. Let's live in that world right now. Now, I know, don't have a heart attack, but let's live in the world that, uh, you know, the the Bills lose Tremaine Edmonds. Okay. Now, we got Dalen Henley here. All right, Tank Dell, round two. Jack Campbell is here, round two. Now, now uh, the value, Jack Campbell, he's not Tremaine Edmonds, but he's tall. He doesn't have as much range. But Jack Campbell is a guy. Like, that dude, he is your throwback linebacker. Uh, and Luke Weipler, another Ohio State guy. Man, they, that offensive line was just, just, they were just nasty at Ohio State on the offensive line. And you know what a guy that that I think is underrated here is Sam Laporta. He is a really good athlete, uh, and he plays with a mean streak, man. He this is a this is a tight end that talks a lot of shit on the field. I love it. I love it. Um, so 
Let's narrow it down to our uh, our three here. Dalen Henley, at linebacker. Now, Tremaine Evans is gone, so who are you going to start there? And I don't think you're going to be able to start the, your third-round pick from last year. Dalen Henley, Jack Campbell, Luke Weipler, Sam Laporta. So we'll go four. We'll go four here, okay? Dalen Henley. Jack Campbell, Luke Weipler, Sam Laporta. So I'm going to let you guys pick. I'm going to let you guys pick. So three, two, one, put your comments in the chat of who you want the Bills to pick. So we got a Weipler here. Okay. Do not draft a tight end. We just paid Knox. Weipler can play guard and move to center. Okay. Jack Campbell uh, at two, but that's because I would take an office lineman uh, round one. Okay, well, we didn't do that, John. So we're going to go. We I, I see what you're saying here. Uh, Laporta. All right, so, again, the Bills don't use two tight end sets very well. So as much as I like Sam Laporta, I, we're going to pass on Laporta. Uh, we're going to go offensive line here, okay? And we're going to go Luke Weipler, all right? Luke Weipler, round two. So now we got our wide receiver and our center. And in, in, if, if I'm sitting here in this draft as a fan, analyst, whatever you want to call it, I'm happy because the Bills have invested. They have invested in their offense. And guess what? Sam Laporta is here. In the third round. All right. So round three. We got our guard. We got our wide receiver. What else do the Bills need? Okay. So we don't know what the Bills have done at safety. That's still a need. And Sidney Brown is good. Um uh, KJ Henry. Chris Smith is an option. Parker Washington. We're getting a little in the weeds here. I'm not going to take Carl Brooks. So, edge is a sneaky need for the Bills, whether we like it or not. We're in round three. You know what? Let's get let's get inventive here. What are, what are, what's being offered to us? Okay, so. Oh, you don't say. So you want us to move three spots back. Now, let's take this trade. Uh, we're going to give them 91. We're going to move three spots back, okay? And you're going to give us 221. You know what? Give me 250 as well, okay? Let's see if they take this. They take the trade. Okay. All right. So we, we in this thing, man. Okay. So we're going to resume here. Sam Laporta, Sidney Brown, and Dorian Williams. Ah. All right, so here are our options. Laporta, Brown, and K.J. Henry. Okay? K.J. Henry, Dorian Williams, Sidney Brown, Sam Laporta. Those are our four. All right. What do you guys think? What do you guys think here? Sidney Brown? Should we go Sidney Brown? I think we should go Sidney Brown. I think I, I like Sidney Brown. I, I think he could do a lot of things Jordan Poirier does. And he can start. That boy can start. So let's go, let's go Sidney Brown here. Let's let's take him. All right, so we got our safety. I love this with y'all. We got our wide receiver two, okay, Zay Flowers. We got a, a center guard, right, and Weipler. And we got Sidney Brown. And we just picked up a few more picks, okay? Carl Brooks is still sitting here, all right? So we're in the fourth round. This, this is where our Carl Brooks can go, in, all right? And Dorian Williams is still here. Mm. 
looking at the list here, Jair Brown is a good, really good safety too. Trey Palmer had a, a decent, uh, a really good forty-yard dash. All right, so we're in round four. Let's let's see what they're offering us for trade. Do you guys want to trade down? Uh, you know, this is with the Chicago Bears. They're trading us Kansas City Chiefs pick at one thirty-four. We can move down four spots here, and uh, we could get. You know, let's uh, let's see if we were to trade one thirty with them. Could keep. Now they won't give us a third. They won't give us a fourth for next year. Okay, so they they they're like, yo, you know what? Give me one thirty-seven too. If you don't want to do that, player, then I ain't fooling with you, dog. Let's go one forty. All right, we'll move ten spots back. But I don't want to. I don't one sixty-four. Man, y'all can get out of here. I, I need some real compensation, punk. Uh, you know what? Screw it. We're just gonna drop. We're gonna stay put. All right. Who do you guys think we should get? No more seventh round picks. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go at this pick. We are, let's see, one, we're at pick 130. I think we could go defensive, interior defensive line. How about Moro Jomo? I think. I'm not a big fan of Michael Wilson from Stanford. I'm just not. I felt like he 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 could he could should have shown more. Just not a big fan. Um, I say we shore up the trenches. You know, I think we get a three tech defensive interior defensive lineman, Moro Ajomo. Let's go. Uh, we are at pick one thirty nine, folks. Carl Brooks is still sitting there. I think, you know, for sake of time, there's Ivan Pace, Keandre Coburn, Jair Brown. Oh, okay. Let's go Chase Brown here. Uh, let's see, 139 and 205. So we're at 139. Chase Brown will be gone at 139. Let's go running back here. I think that's a solid pick. You you get Chase Brown in the fifth round. I think that's not bad. All right, we got a couple picks in this round. What about uh, backup quarterback to Josh Allen? Let's go. Hmm. Uh, Dante Demas is intriguing here. Jake Stogner, Muhammad Diabate. We got our running back. I want a I want a, a lineman with traits. That's what I that's what I that's what I like here. Um nah, Davis Allen. I could uh, the values there. Let's go, Josh Gray. Let's go offensive tackle. The seventh round pick. Does anyone really care? Nope. Um, we'll, we'll take an upside tight end, Davis Allen. We'll call this. We got one more pick at two fifty. We'll call this good. Uh, you know, if, if you if you pin me to a wall, I say take Tradeen. Um, the third, we'll take him. Another safety. He has ball skills at least. And the grade that PFF gives us is, let's see what our grade is this week. Now, last week, we got an A, all right? So we, we killed it last week. Let's see what they give us. I guess they, they don't want to give us a grade. Um, but I want to see, I want to see our, I want to see our picks. Like, what the heck? Either way. I feel like our draft was an A. So we we got uh we got our wide receiver, um, Zay Flowers. We got Wipeler. Who else did we get? We got uh, uh who do who do we get? Who do we get second round? Oh, we got Wipeler second round. We got uh, Sydney Brown in round three, and then we got some some solid depth pieces. 
I think Chase Brown can start at line a uh, 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 halfback. Um, you know, B B plus. Yeah, I'll take it. You know, I feel like it's a it's got you know it's a, it's an A baby. You know, when we get up in here, it's an A every time. So, uh, it, I think it's broke. I think it's broke. But anyway, that's our show for tonight. Um, make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to. Intentional grounding. Uh, this is always a pleasure hanging out with you guys. Uh, y'all are y'all are the bees knees, man. Like, follow, subscribe to um, Buffalo Rumley's Vidcast Network. All right, you know next week is gonna be uh, the beginning of free agency, y'all. So, you know, I'm Sterles for the girls. This is uh, the Buffalo Rumley's Vidcast Network, man. Make sure you guys take care of each other. Be kind, and I will see you next freaking week.